Hello, and welcome to another episode of City on a Hill, a podcast about what it means to be a citizen of heaven and a citizen of the United States. We want to encourage Christians to find their tribe in the church and their hope in the kingdom of God, rather than to seek both in the kingdom of man. So with that, let's get to it today. Well, hello, I'm Eric Step. And I'm Scott Wrigley. And this is the City on a Hill podcast. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back, Scott. How well, are you? Well, thank you. I was feeling unwelcome until you just welcomed me I'm back. I'm here to help. And so anyway, Shalom. happy to be here. Yes. Um, no, it's been a uh, it's been a good summer, and uh, we just recently had a really great um, weekend outdoors uh, at the church. We had a service outdoors, and it was just mm. beautiful. And um, it was one of those things, really, that followed up a little bit on our talk last week about making something specific of the world mm. and doing some cultural thing, and it just turned out to be a really uh, encouraging specific. Thing we made of the world on on Sunday, so I was really encouraged by that, and I think other people were. And uh, it is interesting um, that not only did we make something interesting of the world, we made a little bit of a problem or a little bit of a mess in doing it. We had a, a neighbor who, before the service was even over, um, had emailed the church about some parking uh, problems that we had caused in the neighborhood. Oh. And so, yes, that was... Definitely uh, making something specific in the world. Things became very specific then. And um, anyway, so we, uh, we talked about what to do there. I, I wrote him back. Uh, we ended up deciding to make something more specific of the world and send every neighbor on that street uh, an apology and mm. uh, let them know that we ended, meant well and we tried to plan for the parking and we... Um, we're sorry that our, our work was inadequate and hope that they would forgive us. So anyway, it was kind of an interesting um, experience there, but it was our, our uh, attempt to do kind of what we've been talking about here with specific things, making specific things in the world. And so it was really, uh, w- the more specific we were, the more sort of, I don't know, encouraging or exciting it was to see that is it, this isn't just a, a theory, but it's actually kind of get your feet on the ground and do something, mm-hmm. you know. And so we did, and then we had to do something to make up for the thing we did, and it was all good. But anyway, I guess that doesn't pay to ask me kind of how I've been doing because <laughs> you get more than you want, right? Well, I apologized but, last week. That's right. I messed <laughs> up, and I told everyone. And anyway, but um, you know that that does kind of we do want to talk a little bit more about what we had. Um, what we talked about last week with regard to culture, uh, when Eric, especially when Eric had asked, you know, what do you do with culture in general? And I said, I don't think you do anything with culture in general. You do something with culture in specific. In other words, there's got to be some specific things that you do mm. that um, have to do with, you know, the change you want to see in the world. And so we engage culture in specific things rather than in general. And I think that, again, we just probably can't say that enough because we worry about culture in general. Right. And that's where we get, that's part of the problem is we worry about in general and we can only act in specific. And I, I think that there are a few things about that that are worth noting. 
culture, our definition of culture that we used and we borrowed from Andy Crouch was uh, that uh, culture is what you make of the world. And so we're trying to encourage uh, all of you to make something specific of the world, do something uh, not in general, don't worry in general, but act in specific. And the thing about that, the, the thing that does for you is that that um, is something that you can control. See, mm. this part of this whole discussion about culture and specific in general is uh, we worry about things that are out of our control. And when we do worry about things out of our control, that's when uh, we complain, that's when we wring our hands, that's when we're fearful. And um, what we're hoping will happen with regard to culture is acting within the span of your control, the things that you can control. So you're only going to you know, concern yourself with the things you can control. I think the other, I'm just picturing the news or, or the thing that often brings worry to us in general, because we're just constantly worried about the general mm-hmm. brokenness of the world. For some reason, worrying about the general um, keeps me away from engaging the specific. So it's, I think it's related for sure. Yeah. The, and there's a temptation. Oh, I'm going to worry about these really big things because these are the really big things in the world. And now I'm going to ignore the things I actually have control over these specific or local or across the street type things. Um, I don't have time for those because I'm dealing with these really big general, everything's horrible and I have no control over it, but I'm going to focus my attention over here rather mm-hmm. than on something that I can actually control. Yeah. And so uh, you have some specific advice for our listeners about that. I know you do. I, which, which one are we talking about? I, I do. <laughs> Is this the turn off the TV <laughs> recommendation? <laughs> I think it might be, Eric. Yes, yes it's always, that's al- al- almost always my recommendation or the social media. I actually just read a book, uh, Broken News by Chris Starwalt, and he was just talking about the, the change of news and the way it is driven um, worry or tribalization or polarization and just reminded me again, one, if if the the business model says we're going to have news 24 hours a day, um, I have to fill 24 hours a day. I can't ever say, well, we ran out of things to say um, and I want people watching. So I have to ramp up the intensity. I have to ramp up what is urgent. I have to ramp up what is quote unquote breaking news. It's constantly breaking news. Uh, and that it was just a, it was a good book, but it was a reminder to me, oh yeah, the, the model, um, is forcing engagement with it in a way that's not helpful. That's it's, it's the structural, um, the way the news is structured right now is right. I have to watch it. I have to keep on, um, keep my engagement there. So if, yeah, if their if their model is to keep you watching by creating new crises or talking about things as though they're crises, and getting you to worry about them, they're getting you outside of the things you can control, right? outside of the things you can influence, so that you're concerned about things that are beyond that. And so if you can dial it back and say, okay, what about this can I control? Right. Then you're talking about something different. And well, just let me be a little bit nerdy for a moment again. Um, back to that book. Oh, dear. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Uh, he was talking about also the nationalization of news as we have kind of cored out um, the local aspects of news. Everything has become national because now, again, business model, if I can appeal to the entire nation with my news, I can get more readership or more listenership or whatever, but there's less and less local news. 
So the things I can put my attention to are less and less controllable because um, you don't have many people don't have a local newspaper anymore or anyone looking at specific things. So now my attention is is pulled more and more away from again the things I can actually control because of those business models mm-hmm. or structures, which for uh, for us uh, is also a spiritual problem. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine tells us, "Seek the welfare of the city." Mm-hmm where I have sent you into exile and pray the Lord on its behalf for its welfare. You f- in its welfare, you find your welfare, where welfare. And what that does when we get outside of our span of control is we're, you know, we're not really doing that any longer. Mm. And so I um, just want to dial everybody back to the things that you can control uh, to remind you of culture and um, what it is that you can make of the world so that uh, when we make something specific, we can solve specific problems mm. and make it make a change in the world, make a difference, and that's I think kind of what we want to hit on uh, today. Really, is just we have a, a couple different uh, ideas of, that are practical, mm-hmm. that are things you can make of the world instead of uh, you know having uh, something you know, influence you in a way that you don't want to be influenced. Really, so right. So the first one's Eric's idea. Perfect. And uh, he has been beating the streets, beating both, the streets, both as a candidate the doors. and as a as a pastor. So, tell us about that, Eric. Yeah. So, I not part of what campaigning is is knocking on doors. I've knocked on thousands of doors. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I, I actually observed kind of two different things in the last week or so. We actually, you and I actually participated in a prayer walk yesterday mm-hmm. um, for Oregon City. We're, we're planning on planning a church in Oregon City, and we were praying through one of the neighborhoods. And I also door knock uh, weekly, often. And I have been trying to use the practice of door knocking as a type of prayer walk as well, rather than just, let me see how many flyers I can get to these doors um, or neighbors. As I walk through those neighborhoods, I want to pray for those neighbors. I want to pray for the people I see in the um and the buildings I observe, or the businesses I walk by, or the schools uh, I can see. And that has just really struck me. Um, it's, it's, frankly, it's changed me. The way, the way mm. I'm postured, the way I am uh, engaging people. And if you're walking around praying for things, one, it, it just changes your focus. You, I, can, I can be out there and trying to hand out flyers, um, and that could be my only focus. But when it's coupled with all right, I'm going to meet people and I'm going to see things. And when I observe these things, my response is going to be to pray for them or ask God to do something about them or appeal to God to change something. And uh, when I do that, I'm in a completely different, a completely different posture. Um, it's it's one that I th- I feel like it makes me more compassionate. Um, I'll be walking around and and maybe maybe I see someone I disagree with or I have. Maybe it, there, every once in a while you'll knock on a door and it's not a great interaction. Uh, that, that does happen from time to time. Um, but if I'm queued up to pray for people, um, my, my reaction to that, instead of going, oh, I can't pray like that, now, now, oh, Lord, please help me, one, care for this person, and whatever is affecting them, would you be a provision for them? Would you help them? Would you um, give them what they need and, and show them who you are? Or however that prayer goes in the specific situation, but man, that's a strikingly different posture than, okay, now I'm angry with this guy, or I'm angry with this mm. person who talked to me. Um, and it puts me in, 
it puts me in a mode ready to ask for help. Um, that could, I've walked through neighborhoods and thought there, there's, there's some brokenness in this neighborhood for whatever reason. I've, it's just observable. Some, some neighborhoods are more observable than others. And it, it has me asking God to help them. Mm-hmm. It has me asking God to provide uh, for the needs. It has, me, it has me asking God to mend what's broken, um, which has me leaning on the gospel again. What, what's true? What's, what's, um, what story do I belong to? I, I belong to the story of creation, fall, redemption, restoration. And it, it has me constantly thinking about how is God going to restore these things? How is God going to redeem these things? Um, so I, I can't really recommend it enough. And I, what I've found is, one, it's far easier to interact with people than I, than I thought it would be. And then two, I'm, I'm praying for people. I'm ready to ask God to do something. And uh, observations are quickly going to prayer. It's just kind of a one-to-one you see a school, you pray for the you pray for the teachers, and you pray for the you pray for the kids, and you pray for you pray for safety. That was that's been my, that was my prayer yesterday when we walk around the schools. Mm-hmm. God, just keep these people safe, mm-hmm. um, which is different than just walking around going, oh, they might not be safe. That would be that would be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a completely different posture, and and I'm actually talking to the person that can actually do something um, rather than just worrying or just being. Uh, just being fearful or just being frustrated. Um, th- those are some of the things I've found in, in walking around and, and not just walking, but praying as I walk. You're doing Jeremiah 29, 7. Pray yeah. the Lord, pray the Lord on its behalf. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the other thing that, you know, at least doing, doing that last night um, sort of made me spiritually sensitive to what, is happening in the neighborhood. And by that, I just mean noticing that their lives are different than mine. Mm. Noticing, I mean, there were, we walked through a neighborhood and all the girls were on their front porch. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was really unusual. Mm-hmm. And there were about half a dozen people out doing a variety of things. Some of them were wrestling their dogs so it didn't attack us. And some others were doing mm. uh, some other things. But it was, um, uh, I just realized, yeah, their interactions with one another are different than my interactions with my neighbors mm-hmm. because of how their houses are organized. And right. um, it was just a simple thing, but to realize that number one, they didn't have maybe the room that I have because they're all, they were townhomes just stacked right mm-hmm. next to each other. And that's why they were had no backyards. And so there are a number of, you know, the things that the Lord will bring to your attention when you're out uh, walking and praying that, uh, like you said, I think keep you from being, um, uptight with the mm. people you see mm-hmm. really i mean that's kind of what you were yeah talking about there so uh you're advocating that uh one of the ways in specific yeah that listeners can engage culture is just to go for a walk and pray for their neighbors yeah yeah or, or go in a different neighborhood you can like go you anywhere. do that's what you're doing i'm but all over the place yeah you're all over the place but i uh, definitely walked to my neighborhood but uh, others can go place. other places and yeah. just be surprised and and really use that to sensitize you to what the Lord needs to do in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the other things, and this is tangential to the the prayer walking in, sp- in specific, but um, I've found if I am, one, ready to engage neighbors, and two, pray for them, that is an antidote to polarized tribalism. Um, and for instance, I'll just keep this mildly general just to not make it partisan, but um, I was campaigning at the fair the other day, 
And I had my, I, there was a booth for uh, the party booth for candidates over here. And I'm, I'm manning this booth over here. And the other party booth was over there. And for whatever reason, people from that party booth kept coming towards my party booth. And I was ready to meet people. I was ready to interact and what's your name? And my name's Eric. And because um, I, I want to meet people, I want to meet neighbors, I care about them. Um, and I'm ready to interact and have conversations and all this type of thing. And so uh, some of the volunteers from that booth come over and I say, hi, what's, what's your name? I'm Eric. And they literally pulled out their name badge to show that they were at the other party booth. And I almost like, I can't talk to you. Like, don't I'm, mess with me. I, I, I don't, we're not supposed to talk. I said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what party you're a part of. I, I want to know who you are. Um, I want to interact with you. And this, I had a good interaction the first time and uh, the, the lady left and went back to the table and then two more came back and I started interacting again and again, pulled out the name tag. The other person oh, did. Oh, more than once. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. And I said, I don't know. I, I want to know who you are. I want to interact and let's have a conversation. And the, that thing, to, that affiliation doesn't really matter. Like we're, we're people and we can, mm-hmm. we can talk. It happened a third time. <laughs> so three times. Um, but what I found was I was queued up to meet neighbors, not to um, defend tribal lines. Mm. And because I was queued up to meet neighbors and interact with them and really just have c- compassion on whoever I get to interact with, these are image bearers, let's talk. Um, my, my interaction was completely different than it would have been if I was queued up for a, a blue versus red or a party type tribalism thing. Um, it was... No, you, you are people and you have, you have cares and concerns and I, I can have, I, I care about that. I, I care that you care about things. Uh, we can talk about, um, about what you're concerned about and we can, we can have conversations about those and um, we may disagree on ideas and that's fine. But that doesn't mean we have to be enemies and that doesn't mean we have to. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did you just say that we could disagree? But it doesn't mean we have to be enemies. I, I did say that. Maybe you should say that again. <laughs> so <laughs> I said we can disagree, and that doesn't mean we have to be enemies. I, th- that's sort of a novel idea. Um, sadly so. Yeah, we're but, full of novel ideas here on the City on the Hill uh, podcast. Anyway, but that is, I think that was worth stopping you and having yeah. you reiterate because that's, you know, no nobody goes out making that assumption, but... Mm. But because we witness so many uh, interactions, whether online or on the news or whatever, where people are so stupid because mm. they don't agree with me, mm. that we just assume that they're ill intent, they have bad intent, and they are, you know, enemies, basically. So right. I think I was worth, and, and what you're telling me, the other thing you're telling me, I'm, at least the other thing I'm hearing, you may not have said this straight up is that your intent to begin with prayer, mm. whether walking or, you know, booth sitting in <laughs> a fair. I don't know what you call <laughs> it in a fair, I think. Uh, that you, you know, beginning with prayer is the thing that kind of gave you the, the mm. different orientation to those interactions. Yeah. So that you can, instead of being tribal, you can try, you know, praying, yeah. basically. Yeah. So whether it's a prayer walk or... Uh, prayer booth or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing. Prayer Just, booth. <laughs> I don't know. But pray, um, 
I guess that's that's the thing. So we're just going back to the to beginning. Mm-hmm. Something specific right. that you can make of the world is to pray, and then just walk and mm-hmm. see what the Lord how yeah. the Lord leads you. Yeah. Um, so just a nice, s- simple, specific thing inside your control mm-hmm. easily, and um, you all have a street. You can walk down the street. You can come back up the street. Eric's happy to give flyers if you want to go walk a different neighborhood. Well, and I, and I would add, so I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm handing out flyers for a campaign purpose. Mm-hmm. But what I've been struck by is how easy it is to meet neighbors. I'm knocking on door. It's a 15-second interaction. I hand them a thing. By and large, they're happy to, to get the flyer. Um, and I, it had me thinking, it's not that hard to meet people. And I don't need to go hand out a campaign flyer. I could hand out a flyer that says, coffee at my house on Saturday at 10 a.m., and you can you could meet all your neighbors on your street, and they will probably answer the door, and they will probably take your flyer. Um, I know how how difficult it is just in the in the accidental to meet your neighbors. It doesn't really happen anymore. It doesn't seem to me, at least in in my neighborhood, you have to do a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that work, you could just go do a prayer walk and say, "I'm going to knock on all the doors here, and I'm going to invite when, people to coffee, or or just say hi. I'm your neighbor. I don't know you." <laughs> And if you're not ready to do that, take a prayer walk and yeah. don't talk to anyone. I'm giving multiple steps. Right. Yeah, take, yeah. Then take a second up. prayer walk and don't talk to anyone. Right. And then a third and prayer maybe walk. And maybe on the seventh prayer walk, you can... T- yeah, talk to somebody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a thing is, is you're doing something specific mm-hmm. uh, for the sake of, um, you know, doing good for the city. Just mm-hmm. exactly what Jeremiah 29 says. Right. says. So right. anyway, that's what we're trying to encourage is this specific action Take right. some kind of specific action. I mean, another one that uh, I have been uh, just enjoying lately is um, my wife has been tutoring uh, a young girl, and uh, this little girl's delightful. But I mean, she just is just sparkles when you're around her, and has a wonderful sense of humor and lots of energy, and is super curious. And it occurred to me that. Uh, it's very easy, I think, for Christians in particular to express their frustration with education and Mm. the direction of education or the quality of education or the, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever the, you know, the general, the general (laughs) complaint about education is, right? And so I would say instead of the general complaint about education, why don't you try tutoring somebody? Mm. So my wife has been tutoring uh, this uh, young girl uh, helping her to learn to read and to make her way in school. And and I get debriefed on all of the struggles, you know, later in the week it's after Marsha meets with her. And, but I will say that at the end of the school year last year, her parents had noticed such a difference in her life that they wanted Marsha involved uh, more in her life than she was last year. Mm. And we're wondering, could Marsha now teach piano lessons? Well, uh, Marsha really has done a lifelong, she's, she's taught piano lessons all her life and is ready to retire from that. And so she really didn't want that, but she's already been over there. They've already done reading. School's, mm-hmm. It's the first week of school already, and Marsha's already been involved, uh, but, but had, to, had to defer the piano lesson. Um, but it, it is, it's just a super specific thing. She's not solving every child's uh, reading problems mm. or every child's, you know, socialization problems or whatever children have at school. She's just helping one little girl. And mm. this little girl has been just so appreciative. And um, the the parents want this girl more involved in church. 
Mm. The girl wants to be. She's super excited to be back at church. She missed last week because it was holiday weekend, and she was really bummed out, uh, which think about that. I mean, you got to, I don't know, she's third grade, I think. She's bummed out not to be in church. And now she wants to do more of church. She wants That's to delightful. She wants to come to New Life Kids, and she wants to sit in church, and she wants... <laughs> uh, we talked about uh, she she had heard of some people being baptized, and uh, how do you explain that to somebody who's never seen it? Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, dunk your head for Jesus was her <laughs> her take on it. I want nice. to dunk my head for Jesus. And so we're it's a work in progress, but... Um, but but it's had an impact on this little girl such that her, she and her parents both want to you know move toward uh, Jesus and toward the kingdom mm. and um, you know it would be very easy to complain about education mm-hmm. and so uh, that's an idea uh, and I don't know how you necessarily find a child but there are a lot of them. <laughs> 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 And my guess is that there's some on your street or some in your neighborhood, or this this one was one that she lives nearby us, but um, uh, another person that Marsha was involved with recommended to this family, well, Marsha could help. Mm. <laughs> Marsha gets a lot of those kind of things, like, oh, yeah, Marsha can do it. But, um, you know, that's what happens when you're involved with people's lives, mm. and it's just one person after another, and it's just a beautiful thing to see. So I would, uh, I guess... Again, going from the general complaint right. about education, right. you can't do anything about gen- with generally complaining. You could mm-hmm. step right in and say, you know what, I can't do that, but I can, right. uh, I can encourage, influence, uh, help tutor uh, yeah. you know, a young person. So, yeah. And I suppose you can do that at any age. I mean, maybe... maybe you could volunteer at a school, yeah. at school in your neighborhood. You could go straight to the school or do tutoring if that's a possibility yeah and if you're you know if you're older and your game is different than marsh's and it's the millennials that are causing you problems you can mentor a young person i mean yeah. you can there's all sorts of different ways to to do something specific rather mm-hmm. than just complain in general so well and you, and you said uh, towards the beginning of that uh, she's only helping one kid or something like that mm-hmm. something to the the scope of that Helping one kid is more effective than complaining about all education on Facebook. Like that, well, that's, that's, a, that's a more beneficial use of time and actually helps someone, actually cares mm-hmm. for someone, actually loves a neighbor. And there, there's plenty of the complaining about the general, but yeah. very little of the loving people specifically. And there's a constellation of people that are affected by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the parents, the siblings, the, right. the person who you know, connected Marsha with this family. So there's a whole constellation that are affected when it's just even one person mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. anyway, again, just the what can you make of the world in specific that right. will make a difference. So that's one thing. I mean, the other, the other thing that um, we have known people to do, maybe done ourselves, is to complain about government in general. Taxes are too high. Well, what taxes? Well, Kind of doesn't matter. They're all too high. But in other <laughs> words, it's like, a, right? I mean, I say that in tongue in cheek because right. it's a general complaint. Right. And we're going we're gonna to find some way to uh, you know, worry about that or complain about that in general. Or government is ineffective for whatever aim you have for the government. It doesn't yeah. really matter. That's, yeah. that's always a complaint. So there's all those things. And, uh, 
you know, I guess the, the question then, is there anything in specific mm. that you can do about that general complaint? Right. And so... Step one, turn off TV. Oh, oh that's right. That's <laughs> right. That was Eric's... Uh, well, walk out the door. Um, yeah, walk out the door and go try to join an advisory board. I, you probably live in a city, and you probably have a city that uh, has a long list of advisory boards that you can be involved in. And those advisory boards deal with specific things. And for instance, uh, I just was quickly scanning through our city's advisory board list, and I wrote down a few of them because there's a lot of them. Um, but one of them is the utility advisory board, which literally works on what should the, the fee be for the utility bill uh, for the neighbors in the city. And that's what that advisory board inputs on. That's a very specific thing. How much should water cost? How much should the, the sewage fee cost? Um, and they work through and they, they figure that out. There's a city transportation board, which would literally be dealing with particular road problems, uh, the potholes on Oak Street or something. You'd be dealing with those specific things uh, rather than uh, transportation's broken in America. Okay, great. You can't do anything about that. But you could probably help with the stoplight on Elm. But if you are like stressed out about tolling, that would be a place to go? It's probably, that's, that's a hot button. <laughs> <laughs> it is a hot button. There, there are a lot I, of places to I, go. I mean, yes. I'm looking for something specific here, Eric. There are, there are a lot of boards that would be one of them. Um, mm -hmm. Now we're going to get nerdy again because that's more regional. That's not city, but yes. county, regional, things like that. Um, but there's more specific places to the get involved. The people will drive through our city, and that's why we're stressed about it. But anyway, yes, continue. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, I, I was on the library board for a while, uh, and we were dealing with uh, when I was there, we were implementing um, the scan. So you can scan the books in now. Um, when you're checking out a book, there's a little kiosk and you scan it in and then you leave and it's all, we were dealing with that. We dealt with multiple different uh, pol policies about how to interact in the library. Um, just very, very specific, almost granular uh, about a specific thing. We're dealing with library stuff, um, not Everything, just specifically library. Gave things. you gave you a platform to start a um, great books club. Yeah, too. So I mean, it was I made it, something of the world there. Yes, yeah, exactly. You didn't just have to do what they said or mm -hmm. deal with the minutia that wasn't very interesting to you. Mm -hmm. You said this is related and this is something interesting to me, and so you, you well, made you, something you decide what's interesting if you're on the board. Yeah, I there's a there's a place to to bring up your ideas. Um. And there are park boards, there's budget committees, there's economic development commissions, there's planning commissions, which works on uh, anytime there's new buildings or new developments or anything that has to go through the planning commission or maybe historic review board or, or something of that nature. And all of these are very specific in your city. There's, there's specific um, codes or specific ordinances that uh, need to be worked on and the, the, the city is organized in a specific way. But you get to actually, one, interact with those specific things, make something of the world in that uh, locale, and then, again, meet neighbors. You get to interact with people. You get to uh, maybe solve problems together or um, work through issues together. And you, you can actually do something. There's, there's a level of control mm -hmm. in seeking the welfare of the city in those, in those little spots. So um, if you're sitting there complaining or, or just frustrated or even just... Um, you could even just be sad that the world is broken rather than just sit there. You can, you can go do something and, mm -hmm. and seek the welfare of the city. You can take some action on that. Yeah. And if you don't like committees. Sure. Which. De uh, definitely plausible. Some of us <laughs> might not. 
there, you know, you can get involved in just ad hoc ways too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know this because uh, we're going to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the bridge. It's mm. within walking distance. I walked over this afternoon even. Uh, and um, I, I knew that was going to happen, and I reached out to somebody that uh, could connect me, and what they did, they sent me to a committee. Mm-hmm. We'll tell the – I don't even remember what committee it was. We'll tell the such-and-so committee that you're interested in – so, uh, you know, that's an ad hoc kind of a thing that we'll do once probably. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. When you wrote down PTAs, yeah. um, that's another le- less, less governmental, uh, right. but still serving, still engaging, still specific. Still solving specific problems that mm-hmm. parents and uh, teachers and schools have. So, yeah. So, you know, I think that's, you know, that's the kind of thing that we're trying to get at is how can you move from this specific uh, or this general sadness, this general disappointment, this general complaint to mm-hmm. something specific. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the, the, the practical application of this. And the, there are other ways. I mean, I would love to hear listeners suggest other ways yeah. that they uh, can think of to do something specific instead of just some sort of general malaise right. about how the world is. I, a couple more just came to mind for me. Okay. Thinking about kids, um, you could uh, get involved in the foster care system and foster kids. Or uh, the have you heard of the CASA program? Court-appointed mm-hmm. court uh, special advocates for children. So basically if, if the children are in a legal, um, legal scenario or specifically their parents are, uh, there's court-appointed special advocates whose whose mm-hmm. job is to advocate for the child. So really the most vulnerable uh, among us, the ones that don't know how to even speak for themselves, you could volunteer and be a CASA. You could um, be the one appointed to be an advocate for those children. So there's there's a lot of really specific things. When mm-hmm. you, could be, you could do a lot of good um, loving people in specific ways. Mm-hmm. And the, these are just what we came off of the top of our head. So there's there's a lot of good stuff. And yeah, if the listeners have others, send them our way. We can, we could just talk. We could just have a whole a whole episode of just a list of things you could do. Yeah. So anything else? Those are three ways. I'm well, sure there's more. I'm sure there's more. Uh, that's that's kind of what I've got for today. Mm-hmm. So listeners, be specific. I'm sure you will be tempted to be upset in the general, but uh, take that as uh, a driver to be to act in the specific and, and see if you can seek the welfare of your city. So until next time, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us. That's always helpful. A review is also helpful. Um, you can share it with a friend. If you do have questions or if you do have a bunch of great ideas of how people can specifically seek the welfare of their city, uh, send those to comment at cityonahillpodcast.com. And until our next episode, we look forward to the next conversation. I'm so sorry.